episode five of the Tagcast podcast. I am solo today. Your boy, Mr. Kumara. Uh, let me say the whole spiel first. Tagcast is a proud entity of the Allied Guardians and is sponsored and partnered with Tower LFG and Destiny Community Network. Welcome in, everyone. Ruling is the first one to be here. Uh, today's going to be a shorter episode since it is just me. I'm just going to touch base on the last couple of twabs here. Uh, talk about a little bit of gaming uh, news and uh, kind of a little bit of a list of upcoming games that might be interesting to some of you guys. Uh, so we're kind of gonna break away from the Destiny uh, topic here every once in a while. For those of you who are watching live, you do see my puppy Ellie up here. She is actually probably co-hosting with me today. Good evening, Ellie. How are you doing today? She is doing great chat. Uh, but yes, uh, I don't really have an icebreaker today. Um, I'm kind of riding solo, so that is the icebreaker, I guess. But yes, welcome in everyone. She needs treat. All right, just for you, before we get everything started, I'm going to give Ellie a treat because rolling ass. Ellie, watch out, mama. Hold on, chat. One second. Let me go get it. soul how are you yeah get what i want <laughs> sulfur welcome in buddy welcome ellie's so lovely thank you i wish i had a full cam i do on my stream but uh, i don't have a full cam for you but here's her treat and there is ellie great start off to the stream yeah ellie is lovely she's the mascot of my channel she's a little sweetheart um yeah i don't know if i'm streaming after this but we'll have to find out uh, but yes, uh, there's the spiel for you guys. Um, I missed you guys. It's been a couple weeks since uh, since we've uh, recorded. Uh, and that is due to many, many, many different things. Yeah, Nightbot doesn't like you rolling. Not not a big fan of you. <clears throat> but I hope everyone's fourth in Canada today was safe and good. And you guys uh, enjoyed your time with your family, friends, uh, all that good stuff, uh, but yes, let's go ahead and uh, actually get into the last TWAB that we missed for uh, June 30th. Uh, they pretty much are, uh, you know, mental health resources, of course. It's always important there at the top. Uh, this season can be pretty dark if you guys have played the uh, new, I think it's like weekly mission. I don't remember what it's called, Sever or something. Uh, but yes, it is right there. And again, we will be linking these TWABs in our description uh, for this video if you are watching on YouTube. Uh, so go down there and uh, find all those bad boys. I lost my hearing for a bit. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Are we good? I think we're good. Oh, oh, you're talking on real life. Long story? We'll have to talk about it soon, Rolling. We'll have to talk about it soon. Uh, but yes, yeah, so this week, uh, getting ready for Grandmaster Nightfalls. Uh, we're tuning weapons here. Let's see if there's anything. Uh, okay, so I'll kind of give... This is a brief overview of what buffs and nerfs that they're doing. Uh, airborne Effectiveness is getting a nerf. I'm pretty sure it already has then if, since this is, you know, last week's. Uh, which is very uh, important. Um, I do know that I've seen some, you know, nasty clips of some people floating in the air i don't i think it was at like guardian con or some game convention where the dude is like floating looking straight down not even moving you know hit a headshot supposedly and no kill is you know awarded but 
I think that was kind of cheeky, but um, I'm glad that they're kind of boosting or buffing uh, airborne effectiveness here. Uh, we'll kind of dive into that a little bit here in a second. Uh, we have tuned up some uh, underperforming primary weapons, subfamilies, and PvP, which is nice. I'm sure Jake would like to see all that stuff. I'm sure he's already seen it. Uh, increase some pellet shotgun damage. Uh, I wonder if pellet shotgun damage is going to increase your 1-2 punch then. Actually, no, because you just need the pellets to land. That's right. Increased ammo per special brick for Glaives, Forerunners, Ariana Val, and PvP. Linear fusions no longer receive increased flinch in PvE. That's nice. That's actually nice. I don't really care if it's uh, if it's in PvP, to be honest. Not gonna lie. I'm gonna turn the music down just a tad for you guys. That should be fine. Yeah, 1-2 punch is definitely a good perk. I've seen some cheeky Galron boss kills with 1-2 punch. It's like in three melees. It's it's absolutely insane. Uh, all right, so here's the touching on airborne effectiveness on primary weapons. Um, they're talking about uh, whenever they launched it in season 17, uh, preferring to take some time to evaluate and then buff accordingly. Let me turn down my Spotify. It is a little loud for me. <clears throat> you saw a three melee kill. Or a three melee riven kill. Just one guy. That's absolutely insane. That's insane. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so we have reduced airborne penalties for all primary weapons. Which is good. But that means that your snipers aren't affected or anything like that. Uh, for the special. Uh, these changes are roughly equivalent to increasing the base AE stats uh, of primary weapons by about 15%. Or about 15 I should say. At low stat values. Uh, reduced airborne accuracy penalty at low AE uh, by 20 to 40 percent, uh, dependent on weapon type. So auto auto rifles, pulse rifles, scout rifles, and submachine guns uh, are reducing the airborne penalty to uh, by about 40 percent, or by 40 percent, I should say. Uh, hand cannons and sidearms are 20 percent. Bows are 30 percent. Uh, reduced airborne aim assist penalties for the above weapon types and change the stat scale to provide more benefit to each point. Uh, reduced airborne auto aim, that's fine. Penalty by 20%. Um, reduced airborne magnetism by 40% on controller only. That's actually pretty crazy because magnetism is pretty, uh, pretty gnarly on controllers here. Uh, so let's see. Some perks now give a static uh, AE stat buff in addition to their other effects. That's actually pretty nice. Air assaults uh, gives plus 10 AE at all times in addition to plus 60 or 70 AE total when at low health. That's actually not bad. So if you have air assault on a gun and it's you know struggling with your air effectiveness or what is it called? Yeah, airborne effectiveness. Then you might want air assault. It'll give you a boost of 70 total while you're at low health. Uh, extended mag has plus 10 AE, which is actually weird. Uh, plus steady rounds is also plus 7 AE. Uh, and they raise the base AE stat on several exotic weapons listed in the exotic section below, which we'll get to. Uh, they're then talking about just some uh, changes to weapon archetypes, hand cannons, odd rifles, scout rifles, shotguns, linear fusions, glaives. Uh, really hand cannons. I'll kind of touch on one point each uh, of each one. Uh, the Precision 180 RPM hand cannons have uh, languished for a while, for quite a while, and we took some time to soften their time to kill in PvP 
In playtesting, play we find this uh, this makes them a lot more competitive, particularly with their uh, innate plus 25 bonus to AE. I actually didn't know that um, hand cannons have a plenty 25%, uh, percent, not percent, but 25 point bonus to AE. That's actually interesting. <clears throat> Uh, they're increasing the body shot damage from hand cannons to 37 to, f to 40, and uh, crits are from 57 to 60. Uh, so now you can kill two crit, two body uh, against a guardian, uh, and that uh, TTK is 1.33 seconds in body shots, which is interesting. Uh, auto rifles for 450 RPMs, which is a precision frame, uh, they have fallen behind other AR subfamilies, particular or partly because... They were more reliant on hitting a higher proportion of crits for each of their optimal time to kill. That's true. That's very true. They don't hit as hard. That's for 180s only. Yeah, for the hand cannons. Yeah. What is a what what is a 180? Because I don't I you quiz me on any sort of uh you know what is the RPM of this gun or subcategory or whatever, I'm not gonna know, so What's a popular uh, hand cannon that's 180, if anyone knows? Uh, anyway, while we're waiting for that, uh, Malfeasance, Aikilos. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, then that's not too bad, I guess. I guess uh, Malfeasance, if you can use it right. Is that thing even still good? I haven't seen Malfeasance in a while. Frontier's Cry, uh, Survivor's Ep Epitaph, okay. Yeah, there's kind of a lot then, I guess. I'm not really a hand cannon user. I'm more of a... What am I? I'm more of like a submachine gun shotgun. Like, I like to get moving and get up close, you know? Uh, for scout rifles, uh, I guess we'll just hit with 180 RPM precision frames. Uh, increased body damage from 34 to 38, which isn't too bad. Crits move from 54.4 to 60.8. That is very specific and interesting, and I wonder why they had to increase decimals. Uh, it can two crit two body against 197 health players. That's health plus shield uh, or lower. So if your shield is three, you know, HP damage, then you can get two body two crit, which isn't too bad and brings that TTK to 1.33 uh, in body shots right along with uh, hand cannons, uh, 180 RPM hand cannons. Uh, so that's actually not too bad. We're kind of rounding it all there. Uh, they're also changing high impact scout rifles, uh, increasing body damage from 38.2 to 42, increases crit from 66.9 to 73.5, and that can, uh, two crit one body against a 189 HP or lower. Again, if you have max shields, it'd be 200, I believe, unless I am sorely incorrect. Uh, and then that kills in 1.6 seconds uh, for all body shots, which isn't too bad for a 150, I, I feel. <clears throat> Malfeasance is still good against Taken and Gambit Invaders. Does Malfeasance really do bonus damage to invaders? I didn't know that. Shotguns, uh, pellets felt like they could use some love in PV, which is very true against, like, against your standard rank and file. Obviously, shotguns are going to shred, but yeah, sometimes they can feel a little like, you know, you're slapping someone in the face with a wet noodle a little bit. Uh, linear fusions, they talked about this earlier. The flinch increase on linear fusion rifles was fairly effective, but since it was global, it hurt their usability in PvE, which is extremely true because anytime I can have a linear fusion rifle in my heavy slot for PvE, I do it. I take every chance I can. Uh, I have that new dungeon linear fusion. I also have the uh, clown cartridge Vorpal of the threaded needle. I got it first, you know, first go. 
I'm a very, very linear fusion like user. I'm an abuser of it, I, I should say. <clears throat> yeah, I remember the, the struggle to defeat the meatball for Gambit for the Malfeasance. That was rough until they made it like didn't they make it like way easier, like the drop or not the drop rate, the 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 you know rate to get the boss was a lot more uh you know, it was up there more. Alright, then we'll hop down to Glaives. Um, when scavenger mods were disabled in PvP, Glaives were no longer able to get enough ammo for a kill from a single brick. Yeah, I see, I definitely see that could be a problem for people that are really heavy on, on, uh, you know, Glaives, but, uh, I feel like you don't really see it a lot in PvP, but I feel like if you use them right in PvP, they can become very dangerous and scary to play against. Uh, but, yeah. They increase the possibility for that special boss to appear. Yeah, definitely. I because I definitely remember when Malfeasance first came out and it was like everyone was playing, uh, you know, Gambit to try to get the meatball. And then whenever you got the meatball, you were stoked about it. And if you lost, luckily, uh, you know, if you won the first time you got meatball, good for you. But man, if you lost when you got that meatball it was devastating. It was devastating. And then I'm pretty sure if uh, maybe I'm wrong, but didn't they make it so that way even if you uh, lost with the meatball, you would still, uh, you'd still get the, the quest for Malfeasance. Didn't they make that happen? Uh, anyway, <clears throat> uh, for the Glaives, the increased ammo per special brick is 1 to 2 in PvP. Looks like nothing's changed in PvE. Alright, <clears throat> now let's get to the nitty gritty, uh, of the exotics. Here we go. I like hearing exotic changes, because exotics, like... They obviously are in a subcategory of guns, but they are in their own category of guns. You know what I mean? There's their own like subgroup where if you know it can dominate in its category, its subcategory, I guess you could say, or are you know archetype or whatever. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so Lorenz Driver, this is uh, in PvP. Uh, it is very oppressive to play against, and we wanted to address this more thoroughly. Which is very true because Lawrence Driver is, I've from what I've seen, I obviously don't play a lot of PvP anymore, but from what I've seen, it can be pretty brutal to go up against. I've seen, you know, Grenader Jake go in and use it and also used, you know, on him and it's just, it's just brutal. <clears throat> I've ruined so many people's hopes when I saw it uh, was the meatball. Yeah, dude, the Crooked Fang, dude, that thing was nuts. Imagine that, like, now in the, in the, because that was a linear fusion, I think, right? If it was, then imagine that in that that linear fusion meta. Uh, for L uh, Lorenz Driver, they reduced aim assist from 32 to 22, which is actually a pretty big drop. Uh, reduced suction against players, uh, and that basically removed a universal two times flinch nerf from the previous change. Since we've changed flinch for, for all fusion rifle or linear fusion rifles, and that was the one that we mentioned earlier. Uh, this change also applies to the Arbalest, which is very interesting. Um, here we go, Gallahorn. Here we go. This is interesting. Uh, fan favorite is much too dominant as a heavy weapon choice in PvP and Gambit due to the proximity detonation making it very easy to use in Wolfpack rounds, finishing Guardians who should be far enough away to be safe. I have heard a lot about this, and this is very... Uh, this is very, like... Uh, this is a touchy topic, you know, this is Galley. This is everyone's baby, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the linear fusion rifle meta. Yeah, the Crooked Fang would be a good option. 
Sir X Cal and Chat, Mr. K soloing the podcast. Let's go. Let's go, Sir X Cal. We're here. We're doing it. I had a box breathing snapshot with accelerated coils, full bore, and charge time uh uh masterwork uh rolling says that's that's pretty gnarly. I remember those days. Those are pretty good. <clears throat> uh all right, Gallahorn, let's get back into it. It's dominating in PvP and uh Gambit, which it, it kind of reminds me of whenever the truth was a real big problem in Gambit. Everyone, uh, you know, using uh, truth is just like wrecked your shit. Galley removing procs rounds feels like a bit of a buff on PV. Yeah, I kind of feel that because I, you know, in uh, in the, you know. Yeah, thank you, Sir XCal. Uh Go check out those links, guys, those Discord links for Tower, Tower LFG and Tag uh, and Destiny Community Network. Uh, like I said early in there, we are partnered and sponsored with them. Uh, great communities, great people there. Uh, go give them, you know, a shout. Go go say hi to them. Go join all their communities. Uh, you know, say you're sent from Tag. Uh, Mr. K sent you. You know what I mean? Uh, but yes, go check all those links out. Thank you, XCal, for doing that. Uh, for those of you listening on YouTube, we will have all these links in the description below. So uh, go on and stop by and, and tell them Mr. K sent you from the uh, Tag podcast. Uh, but yes, yeah, so primary rocket no longer has proximity detonation, which is brutal, okay? Which is brutal, alright? Absolutely brutal. Ellie, Ellie, you are killing me, girl. You're making it hard to do this. Wolfpack rounds now deal half damage to players. So, the, well, the Wolfpack rounds, then it sounds like it's only in PvP, right? If it's only to players. And then... So I wonder if this is only a PvP change, because I don't think it says specifically. It just says it's dominating in PvP and Gambit. You still have your Crooked Fang? I think I still have a couple, probably. Oh, Silver, you were sent from DCN. Nice, dude. Nice. Welcome in. Do I have... Let me see. I think I have, like, alerts. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, Sulfur, I'm so sorry. I didn't... I don't know why our, our alerts aren't going off. Uh, real quick, guys. Sulfur, thank you for the follow. Mikey Dark Matter, thank you for the follow. Welcome in, guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys hanging out and following. Thank you. Uh, all right, so last word. All right, I wonder. I want to see what Grenadier Jake's thought is to this because he is a last word user. Uh, the last word has reached a usage level on controller where it's warranted some adjustment. With this change, it will be harder to land crits while hip firing and will be less deadly at an extended range. Uh, for the last word, the reduced hip fire precision aim angle by 50%. That's a lot. Oh my god. Precision aim angle dictates how far off the head you can be uh, aimed and still have an aim assist grant you a critical hit instead of a body shot. That's interesting. <clears throat> my Spotify just crashed. I love it. Sorry, chat. One second. I gotta fix my Spotify. I literally have uninstalled it multiple times, but... Uh, okay. Uh, reduced damage and aim assist fall off distance by 3 meters. That's not too bad. Uh, for 4 runner was getting 3 ammo per special brick in PvP. Technically enough for a kill. But this was unforgiving. We bumped it up a little at the same time. It was giving full ammo for a single special brick in PvE. Which gave it extremely high uptime. That's true. Uh, increased ammo per special brick from 3 to 4 in PvP. That's not too bad. Uh, reduced ammo, oh my gosh, per special brick from max uh, to about 16 in PvE. That's fine. I feel like 16 you can still, you don't get a lot of use out of it. Uh, next we move to uh, Ariana's Vow, getting one ammo per special brick in PV PvP, not enough for a kill. Uh, ooh, increased ammo per for a special brick in uh, 
uh, Ariana's Vow in PvP from 1 to 2. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, we're evaluating the airborne effectiveness stat on exotic weapons, keeping in mind that they can't equip the Icarus Grip mod and decided to bump several up to be more competitive. Soros Regime getting a boost from 23 to 31. Uh, Whisper of the Worm getting a boost from 9 to 20. Monte Carlo from 21 to 29. Forerunner from 22 to 27. That's awesome. Good for those guns. Congratulations, guns, for getting a boost. Lastware <laughs> is getting such an awful nerf for controller. It's needed, though, TBH. Yeah, in my mind, I don't see last word as a problem. I don't see it as, like... <clears throat> okay. I'm not the type of person that sees, uh, like, really OP guns like a problem. It's, it's more about how people use them in my opinion obviously there are some guns that are like stupidly overpowered that obviously need a nerf you know what i mean and i i'm i'm with you on that but like a lot of the time it's how people use them is what can be annoying because there are stuff to counteract it there are stuff to you know what i mean that counter that and a lot of people it's, it's like that's why not every single person you encounter is using the same gun there excuse me there are other options but you know it is what it is don't forget to get your prime gaming loot. Looks like we have an emote, a ghost, and a uh, sparrow. Uh, Pride at the park. That would be cool. A nice little bungee gathering. There's your emblem. If you missed it, code ML3-FD4-ND9. Uh, looks like it's the trans flag um, um, kind of emblem dealie. If you have not claimed it already, go claim it. Uh, and then some art of the week and video of the week and all that stuff. So uh, I'll go ahead and, like I said, we'll get that link down below. You guys can go ahead and uh, do all that. All right, so let's get to this week's Bungie. Happy Bungie Day. Uh, this week at Bungie, we're celebrating Bungie Day. Congratulations, Bungie. Bungie. We will be hosting a um, Bungie Foundation uh, fundraiser type of deal uh, throughout multiple days on multiple streams. I'll have to get those dates again. I, I, don't, I don't really remember it off the top of my head. Uh, but yes, we will go ahead and get all that stuff uh, down below. Uh, check our Twitter, Discord, all that stuff for all those dates and announcements and all that good stuff. Uh, so, uh, let's just go ahead and kind of breeze through this one a little bit. Uh, Bungie Day is our chance to celebrate our community and some of the ways you have put out as much good into the world as possible. From the story about the widely pop a wildly popular Pupper's emote, that made its debut a couple of weeks ago to some of the most hilariously bad cosplays we've ever seen. This week is a breather, so sit back, kick those clean, please, <laughs> shoes up, and enjoy the ride. Let's get into it. Your favorite part of the TWAB is uh, the Osiris Shreds of Light cosplay. I'll have to see it. We'll check it out. We'll check it out. Alright, what makes a Guardian a Guardian? During last year's Bungie Day, we were celebrating 30 years of making game making game and putting out a call for players to share amazing stories around playing our games this year we want to hear from you all again but centered around your stories as guardians uh so what are we looking for we're asking everyone to share a short video oh my god look at that roll cosplay jesus uh <laughs> share a short video one minute or less telling us about your story as a guardian and who you are as a person consider this guardian profile and your chance to tell us uh, about your favorite Destiny memories, any friends you've made along the way, and anything at all that makes you feel like a Guardian. 
Uh, there's some hashtag guardian profiles, hashtag bungee day art uh, for submitting bungee content. Uh, that's where they want you to submit them. Top tier. Dude, that Rolk cosplay is insane. Shreds of Light. In June, we challenged y'all to come up with your best, in quotes, worst cosplay ideas for a unique way to bring the universe of Destiny 2 into the real world. You're out of clothes. Out of close clothes. I might be butchering that. Uh, perfection not required. Have fun with it. Creations at us dying of laughter in the best way. And we can't help but share, but to share just a few of the ones we loved. If you haven't already, I highly recommend scoping out the hashtag shreds of light on social. I promise you it's a good time. We'll have to browse that. That would seem fun. Uh, so we'll go through them for those of you who uh, are listening. Like I said, it'll all be uh, <laughs> in the uh, in the description. Look at this roll cosplay, dude. I mean, that's 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 pretty on point, if I do say. That's uh, you know that looks like Rolk. Uh Next we have Zur and the Star Horse Jose, I think his name was, that we gave him the community. That's actually really funny. Honestly, he plays a pretty good Zuri. He's got the oh Juan. That that's what it was. That's what it was. Juan the the cosmic horse. That's what it was. What a classic. That's such a good name for it, dude. That honestly, he's got the hunch of Zuri and everything. In my mind, I see him just like moving. The Void Hunter cosplay. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who are listening and not watching, the Void Hunter cosplay is literally just. A void invisibility buff on the left and someone invisible holding a phone. That's it. That is gold. That is absolutely genius. Potentially sensitive content. What is that? Why wait, why is this marked as sensitive? Uh we have the witness, I believe it is. <laughs> the eyebrows or whatever the lines are with the the little USB cable. That's me. <laughs> That's actually really funny. I love the like uh the like flower embedded blanket with with uh like black construction paper in triangles. It's awesome. These are all really awesome, man. I'm gonna have to check out this uh <clears throat> this uh hashtag. You're down for dungeons and raid farms if you are. I don't know what I'm doing after this. I, I'm not sure. We, we'll have to, I'll have to message you once once we're done recording this one. Oh, dude, Riven. That's actually pretty good. I bet you it took this person like five minutes to put this together. They even got the eye placements correct. I mean, that's pretty spot on, you know. <clears throat> the Osiris. Oh no, the Doritos, dude. That's so funny. Honestly, the headpiece kind of looks the same. Invis Hunter all the way. That's awesome. The jury, the Doritos there are incredible. That's so good, dude. That is so good. The Saint 14 tinfoil. Oh my gosh. This guy is, is Saint 14 with tinfoil with a with a belt down the middle. And a broom like head as the mohawk. That's awesome. The drifter. This guy looked this guy has a nerf gun, a like what is that? 
What is that? I don't know, he's got like some sort of dog tag or like keychain around his neck. Uh, holding like a lime spray bottle that sits in your fridge. That's pretty, that's a good one. Oh, this is awesome. Someone put a, uh, a ball war beast, uh, you know, costume for a little pug. That's so funny. I love all the little like scales on it and nailed it. My Spotify just crashed again. It only happens when I stream. I'm not sure why it only happens when I stream. That's awesome. They they killed that one as well. Uh, those are just a few of the amazing creations you all came up with. Uh, you don't have to be a pro to enjoy cosplay. It's for everyone. Also, it's just an awesome reminder to take a step back sometimes and not take things too seriously. We all love gaming. We're all here for a love of destiny. And sometimes it's okay just to make it take a moment uh, and enjoy that. Uh, thank you all for those who participated. And we hope to have uh, as much fun as created to check them out. Yeah. Uh, cosplay Cosmodrome. Uh, there was a Cosplay Cosmodrome back in May. Revealed our official Cosplay Cosmodrome. What is this? Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Is that a World of Warcraft skin? That looks like the World of Warcraft Demon Hunter Blades, kind of. Dude, Spotify always bugging, dude. I don't know what's up with it. It's it's all the time. Anytime I stream, my Spotify is just like... Oh, you wanted that? Oh, just kidding. You want to listen to music? Just kidding. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like the little... Was it Demon Hunter or is it something else? Oh, no, it's the Death Knight? No, it's Demon Hunter, I think. Uh, ooh, that's a nice, beautiful emblem. Uh, this is the Random Acts of Kindness. Uh, let's see here. I think this is... Uh... Now you may be wondering what kind of kindness are you talking about? Donating money, curing the incurable, inventing an online game with zero trolls. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, don't get too wild there. Uh, what we are talking about can encompass anything and everything from looking out for new lights to being a positive voice in the community at large. No gesture is too small or too grand. It just needs to be genuine. We only had a few of these emblems to give out uh, this time around, but that doesn't mean that kindness should stop. Agreed. Demon Hunter Mistress, yeah. The Feyblades from King uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. I actually don't think I know what that's from. If, if you probably tell me what that's from, I'll probably recognize it. Uh, Bungie, J Bungie Day Giving Festival uh, and the story behind the good puppers in Destiny 2. Uh, you know us here at Bungie, we love ourselves a good old-fashioned charity initiative and the Bungie Foundation is vital to seeing those goals made a reality. This summer, in full swing, we've got lots of plans to make the world just a bit brighter, and to speak on that, we've got Bungie Foundation here today to share more the plans for its Bungie Day Giving Festival 2022. So, without further ado, let's see what some of these sun and fundraiser plans look like. Uh, so, for Bungie Foundation, which again, we will be uh, donating to during, uh, you know, I think it's like a week period, uh, throughout many different streams, so keep an eye out for a tag affiliate stream uh for donations but yes ellie is the best pupper in d2 i know ellie is the cutest pupper in d2 ellie is the most adorable she is a good girl indeed oh here she comes ellie, come here best pupper come on up here come here up here Jimmy. 
Allie, are you the best pupper? Oh, she almost fell, chat. She's ha she's struggling. There she goes. She's good. She is the best pupper. Best pupper indeed. Okay, so from July 7th to 20th, uh, we will shine the spotlight on many community members who have stepped up in big ways to support our charity charitable efforts. We encourage you to meet new people and make new friends by watching the streams and donating. You can sign up to fundraise too. Yeah, so that's what we're doing. Tag is fundraising for it. Uh, yeah, it'll be super fun. You better be there or be square. Uh, there are some uh, great prizes regardless of how you choose to get involved. Want to support with, uh, with a donation? Just check out a few of the prizes. So here's their incentives. Uh, for $10, you get their circadian guardian emblem, which is actually pretty sick. Uh, blue, red, light blue with a circle, pretty sick. Uh, they also have the buoyant ghost shell, which is like a, almost like a helium balloon shaped ghost, like a classical shape, but it looks like a helium balloon, uh, for $50. And also that, that ghost shell is 25, uh, for 50 plus dollars, uh, you get the seven of seven emblem, which is, uh, Destiny's or Bungie's classic seven, you know, logo that almost looks like a power button. I don't know what the correct, uh, you know name is for it but it, it's, it's really nice uh looks like it's like a blackish gray with uh, a nice blue uh I, I love the color blue so that'll be nice uh, if you donate two thousand five hundred dollars plus you get a metagalactic bloom emblem uh which is really cool really love those emblems those are sweet uh and if you do a five thousand dollar plus function or donation you get the function of grace emblem which almost looks like uh some sort of console screen with dashes and uh, dots, you know what I mean? Like almost matrixy, but not really. Almost looks like a circuit board kind of, uh, with a heart. And it's actually a really cool emblem. I would totally do that if I totally had that money. So yeah. You're going to be drawing Chibi Guardians for about $5 and all proceeds will be, uh, going to the Bungie Day fundraiser. That's awesome, Sulfur. That's awesome. You should totally promote that in Tags Discord too if you want to uh, DM me any details. Uh, I can go ahead and promote that in our Discord too, because that would be awesome. I would totally do that, Sulfur. I would totally do that. Yeah, no, that's a really sick emblem. That's a really beautiful emblem. What's up, Gid? How's it going, dude? But yeah, Sulfur, hit me up in my DMs or something, uh, Mr. Kumara in the Tag Guardians. Uh, and yeah, because I would, I would love to promote that for you, and uh, I would love to get a couple of those. Uh, and I'm sure I know a couple people that would like, love that as well. Uh, and also, you know, uh, a good uh, good reason to donate. Uh, so all all in-game digital incentives. Oh, that's just a like a disclaimer for you guys. Uh, your support will ensure that we can continue doing meaningful work across our three charitable pillars, which is uh, children's health and well-being, uh, humanitarian aid, including diversity and uh, equity equality i guess but i don't know i've never seen it like that that's interesting but equality you guys get the gist uh when the bungee community joins together in solidarity we can continue making our world better brighter and more helpful just like you helped us do for make a wish kid christian born with a rare genetic disorder christian spent much of his childhood in and out of the hospital receiving a kidney transplant christian's road to recovery is long and arduous uh he made it through with the help of his dog artemis and through his destiny community for his wish christian asked to have his character and artemis immortalized in his favorite game and that's exactly what we did if you haven't already head to the eververse to purchase christian's emote the loyal companion oh no that's incredible i didn't know that i need that you can also find his bespoke post or bespoke lore 
that weaves his destiny character prime 40 and his dog artemis into the game forever that's awesome that's incredible and if you like a real version real life version of artemis head to the bungee store and pre-order prime 40s artemis today the u.s store let's check this out because i actually have not looked at this oh that's awesome that's awesome well if you are there's a dog plushie almost looks like a german shepherd shepherd i should say uh, with a little bandana that says Bungie Foundation on it, $30. It uh, goes to a really great, really great cause, obviously, uh, for that uh, kid Christian. Uh, that might be it. Oh, Bungie Store goodness. Ooh, look at the little chibi worm chat. That's awesome. Looks like they have the, they had the baby fallen a little while ago, and now they have a, a little, like, chibi worm type of thing. Reminds me of the wolf from Zelda Twilight Princess. Uh, totally does. You're right. You're totally right. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, I want to go back and actually check out more of these fan cosplays. Okay. Oh, no. Check out my latest Destiny. My latest. Oh, my low budget Cade 6 cosplay. Oh, dude, that's unfortunate. The emote anyway, yeah. No rip, dude. I know that's unfortunate. That's so unfortunate. Empress cardboard. That's actually that's really good, dude. That's really good. Chat. That's really good. Bruh. Yeah, that's a rip to Cade Six, my homie. That's so good, dude. Man, I bet you a lot of these are going to be really good. Just hope a Galron. It's going to be some dude with like a no shirt, just like a mask on. Oh, that's actually pretty good, Hawthorne. Oh, with the little, uh, what are those birds? The uh, cockatoos? Cockatiels? What are they? I hope it does. <laughs> just a dude in a bath towel. I love the, the dots all over the face. That's hilarious. That's a classic. Hawthorne's definitely a classic. We saw that one. Marasov. Wait, no, that's not Marasov. What's her name again? Uh, the Queen. What's her name? Why am I forgetting this? I have one, but let's say it's part of a man. <laughs> it's me, the Drifter. He kind of looks like the Drifter. He's not wrong. Oh, that is Marasov? Gotcha. Oh, I'm thinking of Pet Revenge, that's right. He's got fucking lacrosse gear on, dude. He's literally got lacrosse gloves, elbows, and a chest pad, and like some sort of swim cap on with a with a, a painter's mask or something. What are these? These are so funny. Is this makeup? What? The drifter was snake. <laughs> he, he does kind of look like that too. That's cool. That's really good uh, makeup. That's pretty cool. Uh, Mara art or cosplay. You would know it's a painter's mask. It is. I do know what a painter's mask. You're damn right. I was in uh, construction painting for for about a year. That's actually pretty good. Is it just like is that a dude's head or is that just like something wrapped around something? Oh, it is his head. 
Or, wait, is it his head or is that like him crunched up? What's going on? It looks like it may be his head. Sexy orb. <laughs> the fanatic. All those little like holes in there. That's a good one. That's a classic. It has no clue what's going on. Hawthorne. That's a good one. That's a good one. <clears throat> that's a good one. Uh, why am I forgetting her name? Uh, Spooky Mama. Uh, Eris Morn. That's what it was. I play Destiny. Trust. Why is there a JoJo like noodle cosplay here? SMH play? <laughs> I do play. That's not bad, but the eyes need to be green. That's not bad though. The, the shoulder pads look great on Eris there. <laughs> I'm so dead. <laughs> Pet your venge. Or no, that's um That's Crow. That's actually pretty good. That's not bad. The the arm, the little like uh feather piece right here, or or you know, the it almost looks like scales, but we all know it's uh yes, yeah, Splinter Cell Eris Morn, totally. Splinter Cell, what a classic. What an absolute classic. Oh my god, look at this Drifter cosplay. <laughs> that is awesome. The Hatsune Miku Expo 2020, uh, like, kimono. With a pillow as his furry shoulder piece and a foxtail wrapped around the other one. That's good. Boomer Kumara. Splinter Cell? What are you talking about? Are you calling me a boomer because I know what Splinter Cell is? Like when everything is Pokemans and Mario. <laughs> the Star Horse cosplay. The, the, that's the Drifter one. There's the Star Horse one. Ooh, that's actually a pretty good one. Devrim K. That's actually not bad. Devrim K would be a good one. He's definitely a slept on character. That's pretty good. You could do some stuff with some construction paper, man. You keep on guessing wrong like a boomer? Thanks, kid. That's that's the best damn cosplay right there. It's literally box it's 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 literally box armor. That's like every Titan piece is box armor. With his falling guillotine. Classic. Okay, Spotify crashed again. That's uh count that chat three times for a reboot. Now we're playing Deep Stone Lullaby because it's a banger. That's not bad. That's not bad. I would really... Is that 3D printed or do you think that's like some foam? It almost looks like a foam. That's pretty good. That must have taken forever, man. That's not bad. A little uh, Nighthawk Cowl. That looks almost 3D printed a little bit. Not bad. Not bad. The youngest member of Tag has... That's true. Uh, Cade 6 cosplay. That's a rip. There's a grave right there for a Cade 6 cosplay. Uh, <clears throat> Amanda Holiday. That's actually not bad. Ooh, look at that. Is that the... Uh, is that the... Um, boomer moment again. New, new Monarchy uh, gear set. Not bad. Not bad. Ooh, that's actually really cool. Classic Cade Ghost. Uh, classic GameStop purchase right there. Helmet's probably 3D printed, which is pretty sleek. 
Uh, jacket looks nice. Armband, sweet. Shin guards, awesome. Looks pretty dope. What is that? Oh, Cade with a chicken. Nice. At first, I couldn't tell what it was. Oh, that one looked good. Titan in training, classic. It's a classic. Gambit. That's a classic Gambit player right there with his, like, Dark Drinker or something like that. Whatever that is he's got. There's his, uh, uh, chicken helmet. <laughs> That's also something. Oh, look at this crow cosplay. That's really nice. Got the ace of spades. Got the cloak. Uh, I guess this is more Aldrin, or Aldrin Sov with, uh, you know, before the uh, whole thingy. Interesting. Well, I think that'll be it for uh, that portion. Uh, I also want to talk about some interesting games, possibly, chat, that I think you guys might enjoy. Uh, and then I'm probably going to end it. Uh, like I said, it was going to be a short stream. Uh, so, yeah. Stray. Let's talk about Stray, chat. All right. Let's talk about Stray. Okay. I'm the same age IRL of a stranger. These kids. So yeah, it's true. Yeah, you were uh, a little. Uh, a little playful with some uh, some 11 in your life, bro. Aldrin and Crow are two people, in my opinion. Aldrin and the Crow are completely different people. Aldrin is dead, as far as I know, and the Crow is here. It's just like uh, Anakin Skywalker and um, and uh, Darth Vader. Two different people. That's why you, they always refer to, like, uh, Vader killed Anakin. You know what I mean? Except this time, uh, I don't know who killed uh, whatever. When did I change my background? A little bit ago. You like it? My Payne Akatsuki uh, background? It was probably like a week ago. Spoiler? That's unfortunate. Uh, if you haven't watched it, it's not my fault. That's literally an old show. Stray. Alright, let's talk about Stray chat, okay? Let's talk about Stray. This is a incredible game that I want to play so very badly. Alright? I'm just going to play a little snippet for you guys. You literally play as a stray cat. In like a cyberpunk-esque world. Uh, I have no clue what this like could entail. Cyberpunk kitty? Exactly. It's literally cyberpunk kitty explorer. Like, don't you want to walk around as a cat? Doesn't this look incredibly fun? I am highly anticipating this this game. Look, you can get kitty badges. There's a touch of that one. Uh, we'll go over some screenshots, I guess, if I can. Yeah, perfect. Okay, we can't do that. Uh, I played uh, Goat Simulator. I'll play Cyberpunk Kitty. Cyberpunk Kitty's good. This looks like a really good game. There's, like, no humans, it looks like. It's all, like, robots. I've an itch for Blade, a Blade Runner-ass game. Yeah. A nice, nice, you know, futuristic cyberpunk game would be, uh... <clears throat> would be nice. Uh, let's see what I have on my wish list. 
I have 17 games. Oh, The Invincible is a good one uh, that's coming soon. Uh, this one is kind of, let's see, a story-driven adventure set in a hard sci-fi world uh, by Stanislaw Lem. Discover planet Regis 3 as scientist Yasna uh, use Adam Punk tools looking for a missing crew and face unforeseen threats. Make choices in a uh, philosophical story that's driven by science. This looks like a good one. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think Mrs. Rowling might enjoy being a, a stray kitty in the cyberpunk city, you know what I mean? But this game looks cool. Uh, you're on this uh, unexplored planet looking for a team. Graphics look great. Gameplay looks pretty cool. Um, this one, like I said, isn't called The Invincible. The last one uh, we watched was Stray. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. If you guys have not checked that out, it was incredible. It's on Game Pass for free uh, or Steam for $24.99. Uh, Backroom scary game I want to play. Frostpunk 2. I don't know if I'm going to probably get that. I'm probably going to remove that. Uh, the Altars is also really good. Uh, good one that was announced just recently. Uh, to survive on a lonely planet, Jan creates alternate versions of himself. The Altars, he calls them. Uh, each Altar's personality is shaped by Jan's various life paths. The Altars begs, or the altars begs a simple question surrounding life-changing moments and decision, decisions people make. What if? Uh, so yeah, so this will be a pretty cool one. Uh... It's, you know, graphics look great. Uh, like it says, you're going to create versions of yourself. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be a kind of a choice-based game, uh, but we'll kind of see in the future. You can play a fast Tag Night. I don't know what I'm doing after this, but um, once I hop off, I'm going to figure out what I'm doing. And then if, uh, you know, it's nothing, then yeah, I'm down to, to do something. Uh, Insurmountable looks good. I think that one's on Game Pass. I could be wrong. Sequel to We Were Here Together. Yes, We Were Here Together sequel is a good one I want to play. Uh, Hyperlight Drifter I want to play. That's a good top-down. Uh, Lens Island is also a good top-down, I've heard. Death Store is good. Ravenous Devils is a very interesting one. It's like uh, very, uh, like you're, uh, you eat people kind of. Yeah. I bet it has a butterfly effect. Yeah, just like, um, uh, just like, uh, what am I... Uh, the quarry and all those types of games, those, those decision-based games. Uh, Dead Poly seems interesting. It seems like a War Z, but with like, uh, you know, poly-shaped buildings and people and all that. Have a nice death. Have a nice death is fun, you think? Yeah? I'll have to try it then, because I, I do want to try that. I want to try Sekiro. I know it was just on sale, I think. Planet Crafters, like Space uh, 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 Subnautica. And Cooking Simulator VR, just because I want to do some VR. But let's look at uh, upcoming here. Uh, Devour, that's fine. Whatever. Modern Warfare 2. I mean, come on. I don't. I don't need to say anything about this. October 28th, 2022. Modern Warfare 2 is going to be incredible. We'll we'll probably end up playing it. Uh, let's see here. Top wish list. Uh, Starfield's interesting. I'm not sure how I felt about the the reveal though. It was kind of eh. Stalker 2 should be good. Uh, let's see what other ones we got here. Backroom's World. That's interesting. Nope, no COD. Modern Warfare 2, bro. I grew up with Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, OG, I, I'm telling you, I grew up, like, going to my buddy's house, playing on, like, a box television, and doing, like, split-screen, you know, uh... It's like split screen like 
no scope tournaments. You know what I mean? It was that type of stuff. Sekiro is so good, man. Ten out of ten recommend. Yeah, is is isn't Sekiro like the, uh, isn't it like the um, is it like a Souls type game or is it more of like a what's the what's the game I'm trying to think of? I'm trying to think of the game that it was that I'm I'm trying to think of. Right now, I've been trying to I've been wanting to play Fabled. I don't think I've ever heard of that game. Yeah, Starfield will be fun, but I'm just the the reveal wasn't that good. I definitely butchered that. Fabled Lands, the Souls game made from software. Oh, really? I didn't know it was a from software game. I'll have to try it. We'll have to do that. We'll have to do that. It's an old roleplay game. Gotcha. So it's probably not on here. I remember like Fable. Like if you're talking about those classic games. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to check out Sekiro. I really, really am into Sekiro. It's just I don't really. There's kind of a lot of games. Uh, let's see what I have planned. Uh, so I, I, my next couple streams, I'm going to do a Titanfall 2 stream and hopefully get into Titanfall 2 PvP because it's a classic in my opinion. Uh fable yeah yeah fables are really good games those those are classics those are classics uh but yeah so our next couple streams will probably be titanfall 2 um my uh, spotify did it again chat dang unlucky gib caps warning that's a rip get him nightbot well i'm gonna have to we'll have to dial down nightbot a little bit but yeah, so Titanfall 2 is up next. Uh, we still have to finish Dead Space 3 with Praxy uh, and some other stuff. <laughs> Dang, Nightbot strikes again. Nightbot rolling. Dang, timed out of spamming all caps. Dang, he's killing you guys right now. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about much today. Um, we were I, I we originally had you know a Chief Oblivion coming on. Um, but, uh, there was some miscommunication between, you know, everybody and, you know, it is what it is. It's okay. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Count me in on Titanfall 2. Yeah, dude. I, I love Titanfall 2. Um, it's such a classic. I love the campaign. We're probably going to be playing through the campaign on the hardest difficulty first. Uh, and then we'll switch over to PVP just so I can get kind of warmed up on the controls and all that. Uh, but yeah, that'll probably do it for me tonight, chat, and uh, everyone listening. I appreciate everyone hanging out tonight. I know it was a really short one. Uh, like I said, it was just me. Uh, we just ran through the last couple twabs that we missed. Um, you know, it was it was short and sweet and simple. Uh, I don't really have much else to talk about. Uh, you know, I already, I already kind of talked about before how I feel about the seasonal content with Destiny. I feel like it's more of a chore than... Uh, you know a fun activity that I want to log on to and, and participate in these weekly missions and and weekly storylines it, it just you know It's not too fun for me now, you know I'll hop on and I'll raid and do dungeons with friends because that is fun But there's only so much of that you can do until you get bored uh, But yeah, so I'm not sure when we'll be playing destiny next But like I said anytime anyone wants to do like raids or anything. I'm, I am you know, I'm always down for that It's always a fun time uh, But yeah, so next uh, Tagcast podcast will be in two weeks. Let me give you that date here. 
that'll be on the 21st of july uh we will be having um hopefully chief on chief oblivion hopefully we can get him on that episode uh and then dr snake will also be back and we will be back for a full episode as well uh, i know our episodes range from about two to three hours but uh this one like i said today i'm running solo uh just running a quick hour episode uh, and then we're going to call it a night. So I appreciate everyone hanging out. Thank you guys all for listening and watching live. Uh, again, all the links to these twabs are going to be in the description below if you're not watching live, uh, as well as some other helpful links. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you, everyone. Have a great rest of your Thursday night, uh, and let's have a great start to the weekend. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye, everyone. Later. Also, yes, I should say, um, again, real quick, uh, go join Tower LFG, DCN, and Tag. Uh, great communities. Again, thank you, uh, Sir XCal, for uh, hit, sending those links in chat. And like I said, guys, we'll have those links in the description of the YouTube video as well. By Gid, by XCal, by Rolling. Appreciate you guys. Again, thank you all to, who followed today. Soul Fur, or I don't know why I said it like that. Soul Fur, Mikey Dark Matter, thank you guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys on the next one, like I said, in a couple weeks. Uh, till then, Guardians, I will see you later.